You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. morning Chicago welcome to the fully alive radio slash podcast program of the uh, Archdiocese of Chicago your hosts today are Don Fitzpatrick and Ray Pingoy and we are from Respect Life Ministries in the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity good morning Ray happy good May good morning happy May yeah is it it's spring right it- Kind of I think so. Feels like spring, yeah, but we have a hot really. day. We have a cold day. <laughs> we have some rain. We might even have a little snow shower. That's what, yeah. Who knows? That's right. Well, Who that's knows? the beauty of God's creation, right? Amen. Gets we get a little bit of everything. <laughs> okay, so we have a lot to do today, and we're going to get started talking with a friend of ours from Louisiana. Yes. And so I'm going to introduce to you Brian Butler, who's the executive director, co-founder of Dumox Ministries, which cultivates chastity and authentic masculinity and femininity with teens, young adults, and families through the lens of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Brian's authored several books and programs, including You, Life, Love, and Theology of the Body. He's produced numerous initiatives as part of the new evangelization, including the original productions of Garden, the musical, and he's the founder of a dynamic retreat for teens and young adults called Echo, which we have a little bit of experience with. And his latest book is entitled Garden Meditations. Brian's bachelor's degree is in communications. He holds a master's in theology. He has 20 years plus of ministry experience at parish, school, diocesan, and nonprofit levels. And is a popular speaker and trainer around the country. He enjoys music, sports outdoors, and spending time with his wife, Lisa, and their four children. Hello, Brian. Oh, I don't hear you, dear. Okay, well, um, are you on mute there? Good morning, Don. Great to be with you. (laughs) Good morning, Brian. It's it's always nice to hear your life read before you, isn't it? (laughs) 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 All right. There's a lot of Brian Butlers out there. If you Google Brian Butler, there's a, a famous bass player I hear. (laughs) <laughs> and we, and we found, we found an, as a musician there's a couple out there <laughs> there's an artist in boston named brian butler also and there's a doctor in the chicago area so very good i said very well good. rather than google brian i'm just going to go to his website there <laughs> so there you go there you go um all right so why don't we get started let's talk about your your organization dumux ministries for a minute um Everyone always wants to know why Dumox Ministries. So I know there's a nice story as to why that's your name. So let's start with that. Yeah, it was actually began in 1998, my senior year of college. I grew up uh, in South Louisiana and had a best friend. His name is Randy. And um, we were playing pool one night. 
And we had started doing youth ministry at our parish and had gotten some success moving and some uh, enjoyment in doing that ministry together. So we're playing pool. And we had this idea to start writing a book for teenagers that would be a provocative, simple little book walking through the gospel sort of line by line with little questions and insights. So we literally pull out the big yellow legal pad that night Mm -hmm. and start writing this book by hand. And maybe an hour in, uh, we're like, well, who's going to publish this book? And then maybe a little naively, uh, the 21-year-olds were like, well, why don't we publish it? And so we formed that night, we came up with the name Dumb Ox Productions, Mm. and it was uh, connected to St. Thomas Aquinas. So Thomas was uh, lived in the 1200s. He was uh, uh, in Italy, very, very large man, uh, but very, very quiet. And so his friends nicknamed him the Dumb Ox, meaning that he was large and silent. But Thomas was very pure of heart and very faithful in following God's call in his life. And those were things that we wanted to foster with young people. So we named the ministry Dumb Ox Productions. Maybe, uh, um, I don't know, maybe six years later or something like that, we actually changed the name to Dumb Ox Ministries because people were thinking that we were a production company. <laughs> and uh, so we, we, we changed, and they already did, Dumb Ox wasn't helping them. And so we changed the name to that. And um yeah, and we were off to the races. That book never got published, but what did happen is that we started doing, um, we started doing retreats all over the Gulf South, and uh, one thing led to another from there. And so he's been our patron saint. Very cool. Very cool. So you started out um, as a production company, and and you got into obviously all kinds of ministries. Um, so how has how has it grown over the years then? Yeah, it's been exciting to see it happen, you know, the way that it's unfolded. In 2005, well, maybe 2002, we officially incorporated and became an entity. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're celebrating 20 years of of ministry uh, this year, which is really something to be so grateful for, especially coming through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it was so hard for everybody and nothing's guaranteed, especially for a small nonprofit. And so um, so it's been great to look back this year on all that God has done. And in 2001 or two, around there, I started learning the theology of the body uh, as an outside reading project that I had during a master's in theology that I was doing down here in Louisiana and started using the insights that I was getting from that in the classroom. I was teaching high school still, and um, Dumbox was a nights and weekends thing that I was doing and started using it on retreats and started seeing the light bulbs just go off. Um, more powerfully than any other way I had ever presented the gospel. And, and that really started catching some fire. And eventually I, in 2005, I started writing a program that was published in 2006 with Ascension Press called Theology of the Body for Teens. And that really, it really was spread throughout the whole world. It was a, 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 the first systematic presentation of the theology of the body for teenagers uh, uh, up until that point. Mm -hmm. And it enabled me to travel a whole lot. And um, and that year I went full-time with Dumbox and uh, started growing things from there. In 2009, um, I went to my archbishop and asked him, since we had started doing these retreats, like weekend retreats, I wanted to ask him if there was a possibility that maybe we could do a week-long theology of the body retreat for teenagers. And he didn't know what the meeting was going to be about. I walk into the meeting, and before I open my mouth, he says, Brian, you know, I've been thinking, 
what if you were to do like a week long <laughs> theology of the body retreat for teens? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I almost fell out of my chair. You know, it was just such a beautiful moment of the Holy Spirit kind of leading things. It wasn't my idea, apparently, which was for awesome. Sure, for sure. Uh, and so the next year, 2010, we started our Echo retreats, uh, which really took off. And then we met you guys. Uh, I had already come up to the Archdiocese in maybe 2010 eight or 10 or something like that and did some some tob training mm -hmm. and then we did a retreat in 2013 i think it was right right the first um, one yeah, yeah yeah and that was uh, an exciting way of, of opening things there in in the archdiocese and things have grown and yeah the lord has done great things we've done a lot of different ministries and outreaches but they've all come from that well of that teaching from saint john paul ii on the dignity of the human person on what it means to be male and female from the very beginning a lot of people don't realize that that set of teachings which came from a, a, you know over about 130 talks that john paul gave from 1979 to 1984 theology of the body is not the title that's actually the right. subtitle mm -hmm. the main title is man and woman he created them and uh, i used to think that that was a really boring title and <laughs> but as, as things have gone on in our culture today we've really come to see that it was a prophetic title yeah. uh, that john paul ii was inspired with because he knew that the holy spirit was going to need to take us back to uh, the roots of what it means to be human and so that's a great gift that we have in our in our hearts and in our pockets today that we are sharing with people all over the place and happy to do it with you guys in chicago this is this is interesting i've never heard of this history before i at a, at a pool house or a, was a billiards place yeah, yeah we were playing pool in, at my at my house uh you know my I parents had a pool table and that's, that's how nice, everything that's began amazing. <laughs> this might be a loaded question but i'm going to go ahead and ask it you know all throughout you said it started 20, 2001 2002 now you're you're here uh we'll talk about the event that you guys had just last night and during all those years you were a father this that was your your vocation right what have you learned this is a, the the title of the show is uh, fully alive right? we always claim that we're all, we, it's a great invitation can you share uh, maybe some things that that you've learned throughout the many years that you've been doing this and God has been shaping you some things have remained within that ministry that you that God has called you to start but some things have also shifted what maybe share a, a few things maybe one thing that that you've learned during that time mm -hmm. absolutely thanks for asking that Ray yeah. I I think that I mean it's very humbling you know to as I said to look back and see how faithful God has been through the years how much he's protected us from ourselves and uh and made up for for all of our mistakes and so i've i have learned a lot about my weakness uh over the last many number of years i think when we first started out you know i uh of course you're young and a little naive and a little cocky probably and just kind of feel like you've got it figured out and you can share these things with other people to help them know what you know and the older you get you start to realize you know how much you don't know and right. and how much we all just need god's mercy and so i think the lord has taught me a lot about actually starting to to be more open to my weakness and recognizing that that's where his grace needs to be and that <laughs> comes into great focus in marriage mm -hmm. 22 years married to my wife lisa and four children uh, ages 21, 20, 17, and 13. And that'll humble you, right? I mean, yeah, it's, sure. Family life is not easy. And so I, I recognize my weakness there. 
I'm so imperfect. I need God's grace. And so does the rest of my family. Mm. But the theology of the body has given uh, me a great lens through which to recognize that growth pattern that God has us on. Like he created us in freedom and in grace, but we fell hard, right? With our, our first parents' sin and all the sins that we've committed. Mm-hmm. And yet the Lord meets us in those moments. Mm. In fact, I'll say this last night, actually, somebody came up to me and shared this beautiful insight, a, a, um, a, a sister, a religious sister, her name's Sister Tracy, oh. and she's actually in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yes, she and, is. She came down and was a part of this event that we had last night. She was here for some other reasons. And she shared this beautiful little insight of how in Ezekiel 47, you remember there's this experience that the prophet has where he's seeing the Lord taking him out into the waters that are flowing out of the temple. Mm-hmm. And and first it's at his ankles and then it's at his knees and then it's above his waist. And he's seeing how deep this water is getting. It's coming out of the temple. And her insight was that why is the water deeper as I go out away from the temple? Wouldn't it be deeper, deepest, like right near the temple? Mm. And the Lord kind of was showing her in her heart, no, like my mercy is deepest for those that are furthest away. Mm. Is that not beautiful, right? And so the places where we are most weak Mm. is where we need God's mercy the most. And that's, gosh, so much of the world. And, And so... I think that John Paul II knew that, and his teaching has really just opened my heart to the deepest places of my own weakness as a father and a husband, which has really, I think, enabled me uh, to say I'm sorry a whole lot more than I used to. You know, mm-hmm. the older I get, the more I recognize I really need to sincerely apologize to my family for my my failures. And that's far from being a spot that actually takes me away from having the proper seat of authority that's God given me. God's given me as a leader in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I used to think that when you say you're sorry, that makes you weak and you can't be a good leader. I think I've, I've found that the more that you properly recognize uh, the places where we can, can apologize to our, our people that we've wounded, that God comes in and heals things there and brings us, you know, greater freedom. Wow. That's, Thanks for your really, honesty. Yeah, that's, that's incredible great. insight also. Uh, for everybody, yes. I think. All right. Well, with that, it's break time. So let's take a break. and we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about that event you had last night and get into um, what you're going to be doing here in Chicago this summer. the Most Blessed Trinity Parish Food Pantry in Waukegan. And here we uh, care for people in need. There was definitely an uptick in the needs for services. We doubled our volume after COVID hit. From servicing about 250 families a week to about 500 a week. We supply bread, tortillas, vegetables, milk, cheese, butter, 
uh, proteins, fish, chicken, eggs. Well, the annual Catholic Appeal has been a tremendous help to us, especially over the past year and a half. Without the annual Catholic Appeal, we might have to close our doors. Um, our parish is the largest one in the Archdiocese, but it's very poor. We think about food, and we think about nourishment, but we also nourish the soul, provide that connection to humanity. The good works here are made possible through the annual Catholic Appeal. Make your gift at annualcatholicappeal.com. Imagine spending a week on the tranquil grounds of the University of St. Mary of the Lake where you can pray, reflect, and learn from the rich treasures of the Bible. An invitation for all to experience the annual Summer Scripture Conference, June 19th to 24th, might just be for you. Notable scripture scholars from across the United States will present this year's program, focusing on interpreting scripture in the church. The five presenters will share on a variety of topics, including interpreting scripture and the Vatican II documents, different Christian denominations and how they differ in perspectives on scripture, the Bible and politics in America today, what scripture says about children, how to use scripture in prayer, and interpreting scripture for the life and mission of the church. For registration and conference package information, visit our website at www.usml.edu slash summerscripture or call 847-837-4575. This year's conference will be both in person and virtual. Welcome back to Fully Alive, the radio program podcast of the Office of Human Dignity and Solidarity at the Archdiocese of Chicago. Your hosts are Dawn and Ray from Respect Life Ministries, and we are in the middle of a discussion with Brian Butler from Dumox Ministries. He was just telling us a little bit about how uh, Dumox started and where it's gone. Um, and then we started to talk a little bit about an event you had last night. Um, so why don't we just talk some more about that event? Yeah. What uh, what was it and what was it all about? It was a late night. Now it's uh, early morning. Right. <laughs> How was it? <laughs> it was a very late night, actually. Uh, it's uh, the 13th annual fundraising dinner for our ministry called Vocare, uh, which is Latin for to call. Uh, and, and that came out of that that novena that I did to the Blessed Sacrament in 2005, <clears throat> which was praying about what was the focus going to be for Dumox. Mm -hmm. And um, the Lord was telling me, hey, we don't have a crisis merely in vocations of people answering the call. We have a crisis <laughs> in sexual identity. People don't understand the truth of who they are. So I want you to do vocation through the lens of the theology of the body, help people to understand the truth of who they are made to be as men and women, and then they can be faithful to follow my call in their life, uh, whether it's to marriage or priesthood, religious life, consecrated life, whatever it might be. So Vocare is uh, we've happening for a long time. We had two years off because of the pandemic, but last night we came back together for the first time. Uh, we had over 200 people together, uh, live music, a silent auction, uh, a, a beautiful, beautiful night. And the exciting thing was that we revealed last night to our our 
home crowd. And actually, this will be the first time I'm sharing it, uh, you know, in the public outside of that, mm. that after 20 years of being Dumbox Ministries, we are actually officially rebranding. Mm. We are changing our name oh. uh, because it's been challenging uh, to help people understand how Thomas Aquinas works with the theology of the body and the Dumbox is confusing. And so because of all the beautiful gifts that have come out of that retreat called Echo over the years, and even as we've done it in Chicago, you guys have uh, probably heard the same thing. People come up afterwards and they say, Hi, I can't wait to get back to this, this community of people. I can't wait to get back to the Dumbox community. I can't wait to get back to the Echo community. And so um, it's really, it's not about one person and it's not about a set of teachings, but it's about a group of people who are striving to integrate this into their lives. You know, the catechism says that chastity blossoms in friendship. Mm. And so we foster these authentic relationships that are really fully alive. I love the name of the show, which comes, I believe, from St. Irenaeus, right? Which mm. is the glory of God is man fully alive. alive. And man is fully alive when we understand the gift and the truth of who God made us to be in authentic relationship as men and women. So as of last night, we announced that we are officially changing our name to Echo Community, wow. uh, which is really an exciting thing. We don't even have it up on the website yet. Uh, you guys are hearing about it first. Uh, we'll be doing a rebranding video and some emails and all that kind of stuff in the coming months. Um, but the the retreat is called Echo, and the the name of the ministry is going to become Echo Community. Well, that's very cool. That is awesome. And that, wow. I mean, there won't be any doubt about, you know, who you are and how you're related to Echo. So that'll be really exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. And it's a, a much shorter explanation when people say, what is Echo? Then we can say, well, it comes directly from St. John Paul II's mm. teachings where he says that we all have a distant echo in our hearts of original innocence. Mm -hmm. And original innocence is that purity of heart that man and woman had before the fall. So we all have this echo in our hearts of what life was like before the fall. And how do we live from that original intention that God had for us? Well, it's through the grace of Christ that's available to us today. So it's a it's a much quicker elevator pitch as well, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting moment for us. And I'm sure this, is, this wasn't like an, an easy kind of a decision. This had to go through a lot of discernment, a lot of prayers, I'm sure of it. But this is beautiful, and thank you for sharing that with all of us. Yeah, very exciting. And I think that's a good segue into the rest of this discussion, which is about Echo Chicago, because we have Echo coming to us um, the 24th of June through the 26th right. for young adults. So it's a little different than we've done in the past. Uh, we, we, we've had several years where we did a whole week of Echo, where we had a young adult formation weekend followed by a, a teen, teen retreat. It, yeah. um, and then last summer we did a, a, a kind of an abbreviated version of mm -hmm. Echo for Young Adults that was not residential at St. Alphonsus, and it was great. Yes, We also had that on, um, you know, we had it uh, virtual. Like, I don't know why I couldn't think of that virtual, word since yeah. we've done so much virtual. But we had it virtual <laughs> and on in person. Uh, and I thought it was just a huge success. Um, and now we are going to at least do a full weekend with yes. re residential. So, so why don't we talk for about that for a minute, Brian? What can people expect if they come join us at Echo at St. Xavier University, June twenty fourth through the twenty sixth? Well, we're just super excited to be doing this again with you guys. And I was actually trying to remember this morning, Don. What was the year that we started doing Echo in Chicago? Do you remember? I think it was twenty sixteen, because okay. I I went out to Louisiana. And I'd only been here a little, a short period of time 
so it was in my first year here. So that would have been 2015. I came in the summer of 2014. So I, Patty and I and a whole group of people, we came out, um, I think that was May of or late May of 2015. And then the so this will be the sixth time we're doing it there. Fifth or sixth time. I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's been a, quite we'll a few. To, we have to get that right, Ray. Let's look that up. So yeah, because be I know uh, I know you had like a a shortened version of the Echo, uh, Love Looking Forward, or something like that, before Don came on board, mm -hmm. maybe 2013, 2014. Yeah. But yeah, let's yeah. look. Let's look that up. That'd be an interesting thing. Yeah. I can look yeah, it up. So I'm it's, sure I mean, we're, we're going to be doing <laughs> similar things, right? It's all all of this is born from the teaching of Saint John Paul II, but. As I've been mentioning, it's not about this systematic intellectual exercise. Right. It's about a fully human experience, a flourishing of the human person when we start to integrate these teachings. And that's what we strive to do. Yeah. And that happens through communal life. And mm -hmm. so um, we're going to have fun together. We're going to have live music and uh, discussions and talks and prayer and mass and uh, reconciliation and a coffee house and dancing and um games you know yeah lots of creative stuff we've got something called culture corner where we you know some people have said i think it's a beautiful thing that uh impression without expression can lead to depression oh. uh and so we've actually we've got a whole lot that gets impressed on our hearts during that week and so this uh, part of the retreat is called culture corner we've got like art supplies out and people can come and you know they can create things and they can you know start to um find ways of expressing what's going on inside of them mm -hmm. which can help us to be able to integrate things so we lots of opportunities for for contemplation and expression and conversation and and having a good time in the gift of who god made us to be well and just the relationships that build from echo i i mean we've have so many friends that we've met through these echo experiences um people that have asked to continue with us and work with us in theology of the body. We had an ambassador meeting last night yeah. um, for, it was a, it was a group of people. Well, Karina, who you would remember, Brian, um, she's now a young adult minister. So she asked us to come and start to lead a group at her parish. So we went there last night and there was, it was a nice group and they yeah. were so excited to hear what we had to say. I would imagine a few of them will come to echo just from mm -hmm. the way they were talking last night. Um, but, that's what happens. Sometimes they, they come to the ambassador group because they were at Echo and they want to continue or they come to Echo because they were in our ambassador group. So, you know, that's making all these connections. It's it's I think it's um, theology of the body really brings people together for sure. So, Yeah. And I think that people are starved for community and starved for opportunities to strive forward together mm -hmm. and recognizing that you're not alone in the struggle yeah, yeah. Um, that, that there are. It is hard. <laughs> Yes. It's hard to live yes. as a Catholic. It's hard to live the gift of chastity. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of times chastity feels more like a downer to some people than it does uh, to be something that is fully life giving. And so I, I love this idea of helping us remember uh, that it is being fully alive is actually a very freeing thing. Um, yes. John 10, 10, Jesus said, I have come that they might have life 
and have it to the full. Right. And sometimes we, you know, peace out in the middle of that scripture. And we're like, I have come that you might have life and be really miserable following all these rules. <laughs> and that's not at all. That's not at all the gospel. And so nope. I think we tap into that and people get excited to be able to pursue this freedom together, mm-hmm. like you said, and then having more of those relationships to be able to, to continue afterwards, you know, maybe mm-hmm. forming small groups and continuing to study and pray and serve and grow together. Well, and a lot of what we talk about, too, is that everybody has a vocation that that God has chosen. Um, They may just not know what it is yet. So let's live our life knowing that God has a plan for us. Um, And we've had people discern different types of vocations. Some we've had people leave Echo and want to go try seminary or a religious community. And then we've also had people that found their their lifelong partner had right. echo and got married, you know, so it's, it's very, very cool. It's a, it's a great place to be. It um, is. And, and we're certainly not, uh, we're not equivalent with Catholic match, but <laughs> last night, last night, I actually had somebody else, a new person came up to me last night and said, Hey, my son came to echo a year and a half ago. And on that retreat, he met a girl and they are That's now, it. you know, they're now getting engaged and, and heading yeah. towards the altar. So it is a great, pl- great place to meet people, you right. know, because you sometimes you might feel alone in living your faith. And you think the only option is to get online or to go to a bar or whatever. But this is a great space to have some fun, celebrate your faith, strive forward. And, and I have a lot of young adults who ask me this, like, Brian, what, how early should I talk to people about my commitment to purity. Like if we're dating somebody, you know, I don't want to disqualify somebody before I know them. And I think that's, that's right. Like if, you know, give somebody a chance to be able to get to know them. But I think it's important to say it really early of like, guess what? I'm committed to living a faithfully Catholic life. And that means that I want to be pure in my mind and in my heart and in my body and all my relationships. And so I'm saving sex for marriage. And yeah, what do you think about that? Right. You say that early on, you know, on date, you know, one or two. Right. And now you've got a really interesting conversation. And a lot of times that's the difficult conversation if you're having it with people who are coming from a worldview that's very different than your own. So coming to an experience like Echo gives you more language to own those things yourselves, as well as an opportunity to meet some other people who might want to, you know, go the same direction. Right. Okay, so with that in mind, we're just going to have to leave people wanting because it's time to move on. So, Ray, quickly tell people how they can register for Echo and come meet Brian and hang out with us for a weekend. And Yes, uh, we'll have all the links on our, uh, the podcast notes. But, yeah, visit. go ahead and visit uh, respectlifechicago.org. Tap on the events tab, and you'll see it right there. Come and register already. Yes, we were, we were already filling up. So join us. And you only have to be one year out of high school or older. So... All right. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Brian. We'll be back after the break.